Hello, and welcome to Wenatchee in the Word, a podcast ministry of Ridgepoint Baptist Church. Our purpose is to help each one of us grow more in love with God by studying and meditating on His Word. We're glad you joined us today. Now, let's see what the Bible has to say. Well, hello again, friends, to Wenatchee in the Word. Thank you so much for tuning in. I just want to take a moment and say, for those of you who have been tuning into every episode and um, just following along with us through the through the Bible each time, uh, thank you so much for listening, for your support of the ministry, and we really do hope and pray that this is just a blessing to you and is a help, as we said at the very beginning of the podcast, that we truly just want this to be something that helps each and every one of us grow more in love with our Savior just by getting into His Word, meditating on it, and um, and applying it each and every day as we walk with Him. And so, thank you again uh, just for listening to the podcast, and hope it's a blessing. If it is, uh, feel free to share it with someone you might think it uh, would also benefit from it, and maybe give us a review. I know that would help us to even be able to help more people Uh, just to fall more in love with God each and every day by being in His Word. And so we're going to continue this um, episode in John chapter number 4, finishing out this chapter. In the next part of the story, we just got done in the last few episodes talking about uh, where Jesus had to go through Samaria uh, on purpose. He went there so that He would meet this woman at a well, and He told her everything that she had ever done, And it made her believe, and then it made her go and tell people about him. And through that, uh, many people came to know and believe on Jesus because of her word, and then many of them came to hear him speak and believed on him, not just from hearing the woman, but also from hearing him. And then we get to uh, verse number 43. And so John chapter number four, verse 43, the Bible says this. Now, after two days, he departed thence and went into Galilee. So he was there in Samaria for two days, teaching, talking to these people, to the Samaritans that were believing on him. And it tells us that he went up into Galilee. And then verse 44 says, for, so this is why he's going to Galilee, Jesus himself testified that a prophet hath no honor in his own country. So it kind of seems, uh, if you're just to read it at face value, a little different. The reason he's going back to where he came from is because those that know you don't re- you don't receive the amount of honor that you should from people who really know you. And it, that's a common theme through the Gospels, if you were to look at it, that uh, even in John chapter 1, as we've been going through the book of John, we saw that he came to his own, his own received him not. And uh, so even in his hometown, he was rejected. And uh, some of that we'll talk about in just a moment, uh, some reasons that sometimes people don't come to know uh, Christ truly and the joy that he has to bring and the glory that he can bring uh, to your life. And again, we'll talk about that in just a moment. So let's continue on. It says, Then when he was come into Galilee, the Galileans received him, having seen all the things that he had did that he did at Jerusalem at the feast, for they also went unto the feast. 
So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee, where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. So these people come to him, and it says that they come and give him a great welcome because they knew of his miracles. They had seen what he had done in Jerusalem at the feast. They knew what he had done at the wedding of turning the water to wine. And so these people have seen his miracles, and that's why they're coming to him. As they really, they want him to do more miracles, more signs. And we'll see in just a minute, Jesus confronts them about it. So it tells us that there among these people is a certain nobleman, uh, a well-known, uh, high-ranking uh, official of some kind in this area, in Capernaum, and his son, he's from Capernaum, and his son is there currently. And so this nobleman comes to find Jesus when he found out that he had come out of Judea into Galilee. And it says, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So he comes to Jesus and asks him if he would come to heal his son. My son's about to die. I need you to come to Capernaum and heal him. And Jesus says in verse 48, Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. So he he looks and um, he's having a different response from the people up here in Galilee than what he just had in Samaria. All these people in Samaria that had just believed on him believed at the very word of this the woman at the well or at his very words. Many of them just took him at his words and believed on him. And yet he gets to Galilee and there's these people that aren't going to believe without a sign. And I've noticed as I've served the Lord that Christ definitely prefers faith that's given to to him and in him just at his word, that we just take him at his word obey his word in faith, we take his word and we apply it, uh, rather than uh, faith that only comes by seeing God do a miracle. Uh, Now, not to say that he uh, rejects faith that comes as a result of him working and doing a miracle in our life. I mean, he is about to do a miracle in this nobleman's life, even though he says to him, uh, you won't believe on me without a sign. Uh, he's still going to perform the sign, and this man is going to believe. But I think it starts, as we're going to see in just the next verse, that he believes his word, and then a full belief in Christ comes because of the work that Jesus does. And so, verse 49, the nobleman says, calm down, please. He says, calm down, uh, and, and Otherwise, my son is going to die. Uh, my my son is about to die, and you need to come before he dies. It sounds a lot like uh, when Lazarus uh, is dying, and Mary and Martha send for Jesus, and they say, "Come, uh, he's dying." And then when he finally does come after he's died, they said, "If you would have gotten here, you could have saved him before he died." Here, this man is saying, "Come before he dies." Jesus and save my son. And Jesus says to him, go your way because your son lives. 
So instead of going with him to Capernaum, he tells him to go back home, to go to Capernaum himself because his son lives. And I love this. It says, the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. Jesus says, go, your son lives. And he says, okay, you said it. I believe it. I'll go. And he doesn't, it doesn't tell us that he rushed home and he ran just to make sure. It, he just believed the word of Christ and with peace in his heart, made the trip back home. And it tells us that as he was going down, so he's coming into Capernaum, his servants met him and told him that his son was alive. Your son is doing better. The sickness is gone. And so he asks them in verse 52, inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. So he says, oh, I'm so happy that my son is, is alive and doing better. When did he start getting better? And they say, well, about the seventh hour yesterday. So it would have been about one in the afternoon the day before. And they, uh, by them saying that, he realized uh, in verse 53, the father knew it was the same hour in which Jesus said unto him, thy son liveth, and himself believed in his whole house. So his initial belief was just in the word of God. What Jesus said, I believe what you say, and I'm going to go back home. And then once he saw the miracle take place, him and his entire household believed on Jesus. And then the last verse says, and this is, again, the second miracle that Jesus did when he was come out of Judea into Galilee. And we'll see as we go through the book of John that John actually has a a very limited but certain um, miracles that he gives accounts of. And all of it, as we spoke a few episodes ago, uh, is with the purpose of that those who would read the book of John that they would believe that he is the son of God by seeing these miracles. And this is one of those such miracles. And I see here such a contrast between what Jesus says that some people, they won't believe without a sign and they, they don't honor, they don't truly receive him as they should. And I think that we can fall in the same, uh, in the, same pitfalls as these people did. And many times we don't truly see the glory of Christ. We don't see truly see his working in our lives because of maybe a sense of entitlement. These people were coming with, hey, uh, we, we need miracles. We need signs. We need wonders. And and Jesus, uh, he, he did them. Um, but many of them, as we're going to see as we continue in the book of John, especially John chapter 6, verse 66, uh, where many of them, they they didn't want him unless he was going to give them miracles, and they walk away. They didn't truly see the glory of Christ in their life and come to believe on him because they just had this sense of entitlement. Well, what, what are you going to give me? What are you going to do for me? And we need to come to Christ, not with a sense of, what are you going to do for me? What can you do for me? What can you give me? But, Lord, what do you have for me uh, to learn and to apply? Not what are you going to give me that will make my life more comfortable, but what what will you give me to uh, do more for you is really what we should look at it with. 
Another thing I think of, as he said, many people, uh, prophets don't receive the honor, receive the honor that they should where they come from. And he says this in other passages, we see it, but I believe many of them, it was an over-familiarity with Jesus. Many of those people in his hometown, they just saw him as the carpenter's son. Um, They saw him as just another boy from Nazareth. He couldn't be the Messiah, the the Son of God. He's just the carpenter's kid from Nazareth. And they were too familiar with him and his upbringing. And sometimes I think some of us who are in church a lot, we're in the Word of God a lot, an over-familiarity with Jesus can make our relationship with him stale to where just as much so as those who only want what God can give them, we we can have a stale walk with him that that hinders us even also from seeing his glory revealed in and through our lives. And what we need to do is to do just as this nobleman did. Take the Lord at his word and just obey it. And when God does work, allow that work to solidify your faith in him. Whenever we read in his word something that we should do, do it. Apply it. And as a result of applying his word, when we see him work in and through our lives in a miraculous way, then let those things strengthen our faith to just obey his word the next time that he tells us something. And I believe if we would do this, that we would truly find our Christian walks as ones that see the glory of Christ each and every day. We hear him speak. We feel the Spirit lead us to do something, and we just obey it. And then when we see those things uh, as a result, bring about blessing and miracles in our lives, that our faith is solidified and, and growing up in more and more of a love for our Savior. And so I hope that's a challenge for you today. I know it was for me as I was reading it, that sometimes my overfamiliarity with Jesus or my sense of entitlement, Lord, what, what can you give me, uh, keeps me from truly seeing his glory. But when I just obey his word and see his working in my life and allow that working to strengthen my faith more so that the next time he speaks to me, I do it, then I truly see the glory of Christ each and every day. So that's it today, my friends. I hope it's a blessing to you and challenge to you. And I'll see you next episode as we get into John chapter 5. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, go ahead and subscribe to it or share it with your friends. You can hit that share button or take a screenshot and share it on your social media. And if you're from the Wenatchee area, we'd love to see you at Ridgepoint sometime. Find out more about our ministry at wenatchechurch.com. Thanks again for listening. God bless.